1: Life is a canvas. Listen as Dr. Allison R. Tendler and her guests paint the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and business leaders on her podcast, The Art of Seeing Clearly. Through insightful questions and thought-provoking conversation, Allison and her guests explore the essence of what it means to truly experience life, business, entrepreneurship, love, success, and even failure through a clearer lens.
0: I'm your host, Dr. Allison R. Tendler, board-certified ophthalmologist, surgeon, owner, and CEO of Art Vision and Artisan Skin and Laser Center. I literally get to work every day to help people see better on the 2020 eye chart. But true clarity in life and in business often requires a slightly different kind of vision. I happen to have a passion for learning how other entrepreneurs and leaders find their clarity, and I want to share with you some of their secrets to success. Julie Nelson has over 30 years of experience in banking and is currently SVP of Business Development at American Bank and Trust, a 130-year-old family-owned network of banks in South Dakota. Julie grew up on a farm near Flandreau and has served as both a connector and advisor for businesses and entrepreneurs across the area. She's active in the community and the Greater Sioux Falls Chamber of Commerce. She's also served on multiple boards, including South Dakota Achieve, currently Lifescape, Volunteers of America Dakotas, Junior Achievement, and Dakota Wesleyan University trustees. Julie, welcome to the Art of Seeing Clearly. Thanks for having me, Dr. Tandler. It's a privilege to be here with you today. What a joy. I visited with you about this um, many months ago when we were starting this, and I told you you were going to be a guest on here someday. You sure did. <laughs> and you're a woman you are. of your word. <laughs> and here you are. You have so much to, I feel, offer to our listeners. We talk a lot about entrepreneurship, but... Um, also the people in our lives that have helped build us as uh, women entrepreneurs in the path that leads you to where you are as well, and how you also are able to see the world uh, clear and, and how you make that happen for yourself and others. So, Julie, you built your career on, on banking, truly. I w- I would, I'm going to say that. Built your career in banking. Um, what about the banking industry really brings you joy?
1: You know, God created me with a real passion for serving people, and I'm very grateful for all the friendships and the relationships um, and the people that he's brought into my life through my banking career. And so it's, it's a career that I was led to basically because of my priorities. So I've always had priorities in my life, and they're in this order, faith, family, and friends. And at the point in time when I was living in Sioux Falls and ready to re-enter the, you know, the working world, I had two degrees and it's like, okay, what do I want to do? Well, at that point in time, I was looking for a part-time position and the part-time positions that were available were nights and weekends and that didn't align with my family priorities. And so... I walked into a family-owned bank, and they offered me a peak-time position. Um, I could work from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., literally, banking hours, get my kids off to school, be there for them after school. So I feel like any industry where I could expand my servant leadership and help grow people and help grow community, um, I knew that would be fulfilling and purposeful for me. So. It happened to be a part-time position in banking decades ago. That's led to where I'm at today.
0: That is, I love that story. It says a lot about, um, you know, somebody who also had that position for you. So imagine like that person's like, you just happened to have this job, this position that happened to be yours way back when, and it led to this amazing career for you. And it all started right there with somebody maybe giving you that opportunity as well not that you didn't earn that opportunity but it was also an opportunity that um was was provided in those those mentorships that are there that also reminds me about a story that i read once and it was talking about when this is about that and so even though we could sit here and talk a little bit about banking it's not really about banking because it's like that's what allowed you to fulfill who you are and it ended up being like the uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it? the stream that's within your life, but it's allowed you to really be and become. Did you know when you were at that stage, you're you're very grounded in your, your faith, your family, your friends. Have you always had that clear of a direction?
1: You know, life is a journey, right? So as we go through the journey, you know, we have to keep our eyes open. We have to look for those moments and those opportunities. And then we need to execute on them. When, when God opens the door, you really need to take the risk and step through it, right? Yeah. You're an entrepreneur, you know. And so, um, you know, every day I begin my day in the work. That's how I begin my day. That's where I get my clarity. That's where I get my focus. Um, beginning the day in gratitude, just knowing that you don't know what's going to happen through the day, right? Mm-hmm. But you know who's going to get you through it, mm-hmm. right? And so um, it's amazing the people and the opportunities that get put right on your path as you're on the journey. And as with everybody else, the journey's hard. A lot of the times the journey's hard and you have to realign, you have to rethink things, Um, but that's when you grow. And, you know, it's best when we grow from the inside out. And so do the work and live your life with
0: joy and, and just contentment. What's an opportunity that's been placed in your path? that you were able to grab onto or you're like I knew consciously I needed to maybe there's one you consciously knew you were going to grab onto that was a little bit you know a little bit of a leap of faith and what's maybe an opportunity you're like hmm maybe I should have taken that one but but chose not to yes
1: yeah, so probably the biggest accomplishment in banking is you know when I helped started DeNova Bank here in Sioux Falls from scratch I mean We raised the capital, and we opened the doors with zero deposits, zero loans, zero customers. And that bank was sold eventually to the owner of Great Western Bank at that point in time, um, back in 2000. But that was probably the most rewarding. It was the most challenging, and it was the most rewarding experience in banking that I've ever had because you truly, um, you know, you go to work every day and it's a big risk and you have a family and you're working hard and you're playing hard and you're building relationships and it's, you know, earning people's respect and trust. I mean, it's all about your, your personal integrity, right? So people will trust you. Banking's all about trust. So yeah, it's been
0: great was there what made you take that leap at that time what was it about that opportunity that you're like I'm going to jump on this um I guess where I was at I didn't really know if I was climbing the right
1: mountain Mm -hmm. you know I was aspiring to greater things and the opportunity came Mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah this this will be fun it's going to be work it's Mm going to be fun and we did. I mean, we had a great team. We grew the bank. Um, we had a couple of locations open when we sold, and, and yeah,
0: it was a blessing. How many years have you been in the banking industry? Well, over 30.
1: Let's leave it at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 30, I mean, amazing years. You've not only changed the uh, banking industry and helped that industry change within our, uh, you know, within our community. Some of those banks have become... You know great and well known banks um outside of our community too, and you again are just a face of not only our community but of the banking industry as well. so what you know you work with a lot of new and established businesses, being a banker, establishing those relationships that trust um what you know what maybe a piece of advice would you give to a new entrepreneur, either you know in general or who's looking for a banking partner?
1: Yes, yeah, so. You know, dream big, number one. you know, I love it. And invest in yourself, number two, right? It's important because if you're working and leading and building, reward yourself, right? But, you know, just really make sure you have the right partners, the right people on your team. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean you need a good banking partner to help you grow, who's going to listen and help you create ways, you know, to grow the business and, and, to grow your clientele, have a good accountant and have a good attorney, you know you need those three three partners and then attract a good team, you know team members that are going to be loyal to you and support you and communicate with you and be open, honest, transparent, authentic, you know and engaged. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think right now you know when I'm out and about you know you want people to be so engaged and so have so much buy-in into, you know, your
0: organization. So create those opportunities, and I know you do that well for your team. Well, we try. try. It's a constant learning. Um, It's a constant step forward. Sometimes it's still two steps back, and keep, keep getting up the next day. Like you said, the journey's not easy, and it's always full of interesting nuances and times where you need to slightly pivot and we just used that word earlier as we were talking and I know it's been used a lot lately but I feel that in our industry which is probably like the banking industry something happens you've never run into before and it's like what are we going to do about this well is there opportunity or do we look at it as like oh my goodness but what's the opportunity in that oh my goodness moment
1: right right and I think um in business in general Sometimes, when we do have to make a change, we realize that it's the best thing that could have happened, and we grow more, and we have more success, and it's like, oh, there was a reason. There was a reason why that happened. Now I see it. I didn't see it then, but I see it now, Mm -hmm. and I'm so glad and Mm -hmm. feel so fortunate that
0: it happened, and I went through it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for somebody... Like myself, who um, was coming out as a you know a new entrepreneur and looking for a a a banking family, there was much more than that. It was like you said, it it really it banked on the relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you have that, you feel like you've got that somebody also has your back, who's helping you through, who's been through this, who's been through this before. How can entrepreneurs? I want to go back to your principle, you know, that guides you: your faith, family, and work. How do you feel like entrepreneurs can? learn from setting that like a theme for their life or a theme for maybe it's their work life too it's like there's there's always confidence in knowing who you are and who you know what you stand for you seem to have had that how do you bring that into a you know an entrepreneur work situation for the entrepreneur self that the CEO the business owners like what how do you help them guide find finding who they are because did you naturally have this yourself? I'm gonna this two questions. Did you naturally already know that all along? Or, you know, did that grow with you over time? That that distinguishing faith, family, friends? And then how do you help others find that? Or what's your advice there? You know, and that's my legacy. You know, that's
1: my goal. That's what's fulfilling for me because my career has given me opportunity to meet so many people and to listen to them, listen to their struggles, and sometimes they come in, and I think we're going to be talking about banking, and we're talking about something completely different. So, you know, it's really interesting why God put me in this career. Um, But I look at it sometimes like a ministry. You know, it's like, this has nothing to do with banking, but somehow this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's just Getting up in the morning, you know, for me, get in the word, get in the truth, right? Get in the truth and start my day with gratitude and then just live my life with joy. So you don't know what's going to come your way, but I know that God has given me gifts and talents and he's created me in his image. And if I look at the world and if I look at people through the lens that he looks at them through, and you all know, you know, all about lenses. Um, and he gives me the grace and the wisdom and the compassion to serve others. Yeah. That's my journey. That's, and that's my legacy. You know, so I always say, you know, I hope when I, someday when I'm done, you know, banking, people will still call me just because <laughs> they've called me. They're my friends. So they call me just to have coffee. So we can mm-hmm. talk about life and mm-hmm. encourage each other, because mm-hmm. that's what I love about mentoring and helping young individuals and young adults. Um, you know, we don't know what life is going to bring us, but we all need those people in our lives to
0: support us and, and encourage us Absolutely. and to give us a hand up. Amen. And and, then, and you've been that for countless, countless individuals and myself included. One of the things I have um, written down for our our talk today, it's like, Julie, friend and mentor first, banker second. Yeah, that's true. And um, so let's talk a little bit about that that mentorship and that support. Um, Did you have somebody who felt like mentored you? You know, when I started in banking,
1: um, you know, in business, you know, um, there weren't a lot of women in banking. Who wanted to push the glass ceiling you know back back then and who wanted to manage branches and manage people and work their way up in the banking um arena and so my mentor was a man and is a man and I love him dearly and he's Bernie DeWalt and he's been my business mentor and one of my very very best friends and um he kind of took me under his wing. He opened a lot of doors for me. Introduced me to a lot of people. Gave me a lot of great advice. And he's a man of faith. And when I visit, sit down and visit with Bernie, we talk a lot about life, and then we talk about business, right? But he was my business mentor, and he really helped me in the Sioux Falls community. What's your um, philosophy on
0: community, um, being involved in the community, volunteerism, and that kind of gets into mentorism. Tell us a little bit about your your feeling about community involvement. Yeah, it's really important to me to give back, right? Because I think even if you weren't in the banking industry, we're just trying to establish something, it would be an important thing to you. So I do want to, sorry to interrupt, but please go on. Yeah, you
1: know, um, I feel called to serve. I do. And mm-hmm. so There's a lot of nonprofit organizations that I've gotten involved in on their boards. There's um, community appeals campaigns in Sioux Falls that I've helped raise a lot of money for organizations. I have a real passion for helping people with disabilities and children, and it's really fulfilling. Like last night, I was at a board meeting, and I heard a story. So probably about four years ago now, we raised the money and built a 21-unit apartment complex right by Roosevelt High School for homeless teens. And last night at the board meeting for Volunteers of America to hear that this year we had 12 graduate from that program, some graduated with honors, getting scholarships at college, some, and the whole program is a hand-up program, there's accountability, um, and it's helping people who do desire to be successful, um, become successful and give them the tools and the support that they need. People with disabilities, I have two cousins with disabilities, so I've always had a huge heart and a mm-hmm. desire to support people with disabilities. So any you know way that I can help people become a better version of themselves or have better quality of life, and especially in our community, um, that's what makes our community rich. We all care. We collaborate. We work together to get it done. You know, in banking, look at all the banks in Sioux Falls, and we compete mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. for market share. Right? Yes. Yeah. You compete daily for market share, but you sit on the same boards as other physicians. I sit on the same boards as other bankers. We all work together for what's best for our community, and that's fulfilling. That's good. That's good stuff. That's the secret sauce of Sioux Falls,
0: and you know. There are a lot of people out there who are, you know, as passionate about those items as well. But I do think that that comes from a special place and a special person to be able to multiple, you know, multiple organizations and just continue your involvement with them. And that is also speaks highly of who you are and, again, aligns with your goals and your values and your principles um, that you then bring forward, not only personally, but professionally with you as well. Um, so being a female, I want to go back to kind of, you started about breaking the glass ceiling, being a female in a banking industry. I mean, I'm sure you've seen a lot of changes over the last 30 plus, Mm -hmm. plus decades, um, and a lot of hurdles. What are some of the changes for the better of her, you know, from a hurdle standpoint for female entrepreneurs or female business owners that you're like, this has made, this has changed a lot yeah you know because
1: there's so many successful females in business and in different industries. And I think females, and this is the biggest success that I've seen over the years is females are more supportive of each other. Females mm. want to see other females experience success mm-hmm. and um it's a mindset, right?. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, I look at organizations like MB and some of the organizations with the women's leadership programs. And, yes, there's leadership in South Dakota for both males and females. And, yeah, we all work so well together. We, we think differently. We collaborate. And so, but for women, I think the biggest, biggest success is um, there are more women now working that are supportive of other women
0: and their success. That is a change that that is true that wasn't always necessarily present Mm -hmm. prior to have number one a mentor who could be a a female um but to not have a oh what do you want to say we're not going against each other i'm trying to we're not battling each other for a position we're there to help build and support um and i always look at the uh cross industry standpoint i just still find it fascinating how you know working with women in completely other industries or Asking them how they are dealing with these things is so beneficial to what I'm also struggling or might be going through. Even though you think of our lives as being completely different, our Mm -hmm. business is completely separate, how much we actually have um, aligned or in common that can be beneficial to each other. You know, I think everything we learn on the
1: journey is transferable and applicable to what you're going through today, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh I love that. I completely concur with that thought. So what, um, if you had to come up with, you know, one statement or say like, this is the best advice I feel like I've ever been given. Would you be able to tell me that? You know, I've been given a lot of good advice.
1: Um, You know, so I think of my dad, you know, and, you know, he was a hardworking, very successful farmer, you know, and he always said, Live below your means and above your circumstances. And then he would always say, Julie, if you take care of the pennies, the dollars will take care of themselves. And then other good advice is make sure you're climbing the right mountain. Um, Really, really good advice is people will forget what you've said. They may forget what you've done, but they'll never forget Mm -hmm. how you've made them feel. So if we can make people feel important and just give them hope, Mm-hmm. you know, or encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good advice. And so, yeah, that's all been good advice.
0: Those are, those are wonderful, which are, are just downright functional, you know, types of things. And Pretty simple. And, and pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. Whether you're talking about your personal life, your professional life, um, they're pretty simple aspects of it, advice. Any top business tips?
1: You know, um
0: or let's take a, a if I was going to take a, a new upcoming business that was reaching out, like what would be your business tip to them? Like starting out fresh. I would say dream big, take the risk,
1: you know, set your standards high, never compromise integrity, communicate well, build a team, um, lead, help people grow, and then... Just enjoy the journey with them and the success. Don't be afraid of failure. You can always change the plan, you know, always have a plan B, you know, go to your resources, figure it out and um, yeah, just live your life with joy.
0: We only get one shot at living. (laughs) We do, we do only get one, we do only get one shot. So you've been called um, Mama Julie by some of your younger colleagues. So tell me a little bit about that and why, why they would be calling you Mama Julie. You know, because in banking, I've worked with so many young adults, right? And They just um, keep getting younger and younger, right? Well, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> every day. So that's a great part about aging, right? So, uh, but, you
1: know, they've allowed me into their lives, and I've gotten invited to so many graduation parties and so many fun things, and, you know, I'll never forget this one young man. He was working part-time at the bank. He was an RA at Augustana College. He was graduating with honors. And I said to him, I said, I wish I could clone you for my daughter. He had a girlfriend, and and they're married now, probably almost 30 years. But anyway, um, yeah, so I think it's not about work. It's not about banking. It's Mm -hmm. just people allowing you into their lives. So you can build friendships that last a lifetime. With all the
0: things that you do and all the activities you're involved in and all the touch points in people's lives that you have throughout the day, how do you stay intentional to that? Is it just like, oh, it's just is so natural? Or is it like, no, I'm very intentional about how I'm going to reach out to people and keep and maintain those relationships? Yeah, so faith, family, friends, right? So my
1: children and my grandchildren are really important to me. And so it's, I time block on my calendar, you know, I, you won't believe my calendar. It's crazy, but it works for me. You (laughs) know, tell me about that. What does that mean? Well, so my morning, you know, when I first get Mm -hmm. up in the morning, that's time block, you know? Mm -hmm. So for my morning devotions, getting the word, right? You know, and then I always, well, I back out of the garage. I call my mom, you know, my mom, I'm blessed. She's 89 years old, soon to be 90. And she's still with me. So um, I visit with her every morning. And she's a woman of faith. And she inspires me. You know, so I want to, my legacy, my greatest legacy is my family, right? So, okay, how can I inspire my kids? How can I encourage my kids, my grandsons? You know, I have a 10-year-old, a 5-year-old, and a soon-to-be 2-year-old. You know, so it's take that time, like last week, you know, go volunteer with my 5-year-old grandson in his Vacation Bible school class, you know, take another week later this summer to spend time with my 10-year-old Just one-on-one, you know, vacations at Grammy, I've got the two-year-old coming for a week, you know, so just be very intentional, or intentional, excuse me, about time blocking for the people in your life that are most important to you. I think that's a
0: really interesting um, thing that you've just talked about, and how to, because you look at, you know, I look at someone like you, And I'm like, how in the world does she get all of this done? How in the world does she do all this? But it's not just a fly by the seat of your pants type of thing. You're very intentional saying from this time to this time, from this time to this time. And this is what I'm, you know, I've got this planned and scheduled so that I don't, that I can do this. And I think that that's how some of the best probably entrepreneurs and CEOs also stay very efficient with their time. Because it's like, I'm not spending 30 minutes thinking about what I should be doing i already got it done, and I just know now I can do it, but then I'm going to spend time planning. Right. So is your calendar that laid out? It is, you know, but you've got some flexibility <laughs> You're like in it. You smile sheepishly. It's like, well, it is. It, it is. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh. The, well, then that's, that's awesome. The best laid plans, you know, but sometimes
1: yeah. I think we look at our day and we're like, how am I going to get through this day, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I just got done with my devotions. I know who's going to get me through this day. I know who's going to make all of this happen. You know, so you give the glory to God and it just works. It works. Trust me, <laughs> it works. Oh, I have my mantras. Yeah. I, I do. I'm my daily mantras I go through for different circumstances. You know, help me, Jesus. You know, um, get me through this. I trust you. I mean, I have mantras,
0: so I have some I have some mantras right there too. Here we go. See, <laughs> we need our mantras, you know. Positive self-talk. I that well, you are um, definitely you talk about inspiration being a legacy, and I feel that um, for me personally, and for a lot of not just women in our community, but I know a lot of women who you inspire, and you are you are that that mentor for so many. So thank you for all of your I don't know like amazing just Julie skills. You are you are a one you're a one in a million with that. What are you most proud of in your life? As we kind of start toning this down and getting towards the end of our interview what are you most proud of my kids tell me about that why
1: (laughs) well related to banking um they're the best investment i've ever made i'm getting (laughs) my best roi on my kids they're successful young adults with good hearts good families loving kind souls and um they allow me to you know they've blessed me with three grandsons and. Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, that's my greatest accomplishment is
0: being a mom at a Grammy. Mm -hmm. What do you hope those, um, you know, the kids and the grandkids, what do you hope that they will always remember about you?
1: Grandma was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, I got a lot of energy, you know, I live my life with gusto every day. And, um, you know, in business, I had one coworker. He's like, you he call me Mama Nelson. Mama Nelson, you're the ambassador of happiness. And so that's, that's it. That's your title, the ambassador <laughs> of happiness. And so, I mean, I want, you know, the best legacy, the best thing I can pass on to my kids and my, my grandkids is have a strong faith, know where you're going to spend eternity, and, and my life is good. Well, I
0: think we can close out on that. And say um, for our, our listeners, you know, finding someone like a mentor like Julie in your lives and finding someone that can look you can look up to, but also who knows you and can have your back and be that, that resource, that support. But to have somebody who is going to do that so gracefully, full of class... You're, you the whole thing. You're the whole caboodle doing stuff. So okay, I'm a pretty simple self. person, you know, self. I,
1: yeah, pretty <laughs> simple.
0: So. And, and in that simplicity, um, comes wonder and comes beauty. You are beauty inside and out and you are a shining example to so many of us. So thank you so much. Thank you for spending a little bit of time, um, teaching us, um, about your thoughts on banking, business, entrepreneurship, mentorship, life. And thanks for sharing your art of seeing clearly. Thank you for having me. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.